Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. This morning our reading is the gospel to all the world. Matthew 24, 14. The Bible says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Not upon the ordained minister only rests the responsibility of going forth to fulfill this commission. <laughs> Everyone who has received Christ is called to work for the salvation of his fellow men. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, let him that heareth say, Come. Revelation twenty-two seventeen. The charge to give this invitation includes the entire church, everyone who has heard the invitation, is to echo the message from Helen Valley saying, Come. You know, it's a fatal mistake to suppose that the work of soul-saving depends only on the ministers. The humble, consecrated believer upon whom the master of the vineyard places a burden for souls is to be given encouragement by the men upon whom the Lord has laid larger responsibilities. In other words, the ministers and pastors and leaders. God will send forth into his vineyard many who have not been dedicated to the ministry by the laying on of hands. Hundreds, yea, thousands who have heard the message of salvation are still idlers in the marketplace when they might be engaged in some line of active service. So the word, emphasis on the word service. So um, you could be encouraging your neighbor. Weep with those who weep. Rejoice with those who rejoice. And that sort of thing. It's being there for somebody. To these, Christ is saying, Why stand you here all the day idle? Go into the vineyard. Matthew 20, 6 and 7. So why is it that many more do not respond to the call? It's because, is it because they think themselves excused because they're not ministers in the pulpit? Let them understand that there's a large work to be done outside the pulpit by thousands of consecrated lay members. Long has God waited for the spirit of service to take possession of the whole church so that everyone shall be working for him according to his ability, whatever gift he's given you. When the members of the Church of God do their work in the needy fields at home and abroad in fulfillment of the Gospel Commission, whatever their appointed work is, that is, the whole world will soon be warned, and the Lord Jesus will return to this earth with power and great glory. So, has this Gospel of the Kingdom been preached in all the world, or have the over 4,000 different religions, faith groups, and denominations preach their version of the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus spoke of in Matthew 24. Uh, what do you think the gospel is that Jesus spoke of? The gospel being the good or joyful message. The 1828 Noah Webster's Dictionary, let me read that for you. It has a, a definition that I like. I'll pull it up here real quick. I can spell right. There it is. Okay. A good or joyful message, the history of the birth, life, actions, death, resurrection, ascension, and doctrines of Jesus Christ, or a revelation of the grace of God to fallen man through a mediator, including the character, actions, and doctrines of Christ, with the whole scheme of salvation as revealed by Christ and his apostles. This gospel is said to have been preached to Abraham, by the promise, in thee shall all nations be blessed. All right, that was good. Um, Matthew 4.23 says, 
Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and disease among the people. I've thought about it, and I'll share later on in a minute some of the things I've thought about it, but Philip in uh, Acts 8.12, he preached the good news about the kingdom of God. And in Mark 1.15, Jesus talked about the kingdom of God coming near. And he referred to something truly revolutionary. He meant that with his own coming to earth, God's saving rule and reign has come near in a way that's never happened before in all of human history. He meant that God's promises to establish his kingdom are beginning to be fulfilled and that God will one day usher in a new creation, which has even now been inaugurated through Christ's resurrection. Colossians 1.18 said, He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. There is a new creation going to be made. This new creation will be a place of perfect righteousness and peace, a place in which all wrongs will be made right. Revelation 21, 1 through 5 tells us that. Let me look it up and I'll read that to you. Revelation 21, 1 through 5. Read it right from the word of the Lord that was shared with John, the Revelator. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Fundamentally, it is about what Jesus has done to save sinners, doesn't it? Paul makes it clear that the only way anyone participates in this kingdom is by believing in Jesus and living a life that demonstrates the reality of that faith. We can read about that in 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11. through 11. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you're washed, you are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. And in chapter 15, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50, we read, now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit incorruption. 
And you know what they say, wherever you go, there you are. So we have to be made new and have faith in Christ that he's doing that work. The gospel of the kingdom, that's ultimately a, a message about a king who died for his enemies so that those who believe in him would inherit the kingdom that he purchased for them. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, and I think of, I mentioned earlier that I would share in his Sermon on the Mount that he described the people who will inherit this kingdom and this new creation. I found a promise in, I have this little book of promises. It's wonderful. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Revelation 21, 1 and 2. Let's close with prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you, Lord, that you have paid the price, that you came and died to purchase back for us what we have lost, to bring us into this new creation and to make a new creation even in our heart and mind and soul in us, that we might be your servants, Lord. We gladly we take what you bring to us today, for whatever comes to us has come through you, and you've allowed it, and we can see that and believe that you are bringing it to us for a purpose and a reason to prepare us for that time. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. God bless you today, brothers and sisters. I pray that 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 he will abundantly bring you into a new experience, a new creation, and that we will meet again someday. I'll see you in the morning.